This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, Heartbreakers. Welcome back to another Breakdown Bonus episode. I'm joined by Coworker Justin. Yeah. Coworker Justin, how's your week going? A little weird because we have a, a hurricane, or well, not a hurricane, a tropical, tropical storm. storm. Sorry, I don't want to misrepresent the storm. And I'm really struggling because it is the same name as my wife. That's immediately what I thought of when it said Tropical Storm <laughs> Nicole. I was like, I need to make a couple of Tropical Storm jokes next time we get yeah, on the podcast. Well, and I was like, I put out a poll that said, should I make jokes about the storm having the same name as my wife? Not many people like interact with my stories I had the most people interact with that story when I tell you if 200 people voted on that poll 98 of them said yes and Nicole and my mom said no is, yeah, is Nicole already sick of you making jokes around the house about it I, so I've been good you I, have? I've, okay, I've good. only I've only made one Nicole my wife in her family like it's a joke thing that she's very sassy ah. and she has a switch and I know where the switch is like if I push it she will that sass comes out real fast like yesterday when it was kind of windy here mm-hmm. I was like man this Storm's getting sassy. It's living up to its name. And she like just looked over at me. Like That's your one. You, she was yeah. like, I'm going to give him one. I'm going to let him get it out there. Mm-hmm. I had to do that too. This is awful. This is like a little bit more of an extreme example, but I used to do your mom jokes around my mom oh, all the time. yes. Like, we I'd used be, to do that to my mom. Yeah. I'd be at home. My mom would be like, oh, I need to go take the dogs out. I'd be like, your mom needs to take the dogs yeah. out. So about almost two years ago, her mom died oh. and it was a huge adjustment yeah. period where like I, it was bad. Like the month afterwards, I would be like, your mom. Yeah. You can't say it. <laughs> Yeah. And there were a couple times where like it didn't click with me and I just look at her and she would be like, Abby, I'd be like, I'm so sorry. For whatever reason, we used to say your face, like like oh, in our, yeah. our brothers. Your face, your face is, ugly. is ugly. Yeah. And so my dad said it once to my mom, she like broke down and like started crying. I was like, oh no. Uh, so we don't do that joke anymore. Quick update. We have a little bit less than a week of Break It Breakdown podcast merch being live. Hopefully we'll be able to get that order through. I know I mentioned on the last podcast that we might have to cancel the order if we don't have enough people, which would be, mm-hmm. just know that I'm going to be very embarrassed if I have to say that. <laughs> I think I might have to. It's okay. So, you know, maybe buy a couple more things if you're feeling Holidays like Holidays are coming up. Holidays are coming up. Buy something for your, your boyfriend. Anyway, so let's break down this week's episode, which I felt like this was a sort of a different kind of episode. Normally, it's a little bit of a narrative. And this one was just kind of, I felt like this was the first time I could put out an episode where it's just like, yeah, nothing crazy happened. But it's let's a just natural ha- breakup. Let's just have like a conversation about what it looks like for people to just realize they're not compatible together. Mm-hmm. And that to me was the, takeaway from this episode is that sometimes when two people who are just not meant to be together it just turns into something kind of ugly mm-hmm. and of course there were things in the episode that I was listening to and being like oh I would not want that in my relationship but sometimes that's just the reality of what it is right yeah sometimes it's just two different people who had two different upbringings so that you don't always see eye to eye on stuff or something I personally stress out about all the time is money somebody that grows up with a lot of money probably doesn't have that built in stress 
Yes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm always thinking about it unnecessarily sometimes. So I like, also think that's a guy thing too. It might be. It's interesting. When I talked to my brother about dating, he seemed to be so dead set on like not finding his person until he got to like a certain financial mm-hmm. steps. I'm like, dude, you're like 26. <laughs> Chill out. Yeah. Well, like, and, and, and I don't even see it like that. Like I'm not worried about like making sure I'm financially at a spot. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't, I wasn't like, oh, I can't date because I need this. But it was like getting married and like the life events. I, I was like, well, if we get married, like, is it worth it? Am I bringing enough money to the table to make it worth it for you to marry me? Because she had significantly more money saved up than I did. Go Nicole, girl, boss Nicole. She makes more than me. She's the breadwinner. I'm just, I'm the trophy husband. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, speaking of upbringing differences and, and things that made me cringe in this episode, the line where allegedly her ex-boyfriend said, I will never date you because you have tattoos and divorced parents. I was like, if somebody said that to me, like I literally would have run out the door. Granted, like my parents are together and I don't have tattoos, but like if they said something along those lines that would hit me, I'd be like, how so, dare you say that to me? So this happened because I have tattoos. Nicole said that to you? She didn't say we wouldn't date, but I was the first boy that any of the girls that she's related to that, that had brought a boy to like vacation or anything like that had a tattoo. At that point, I only had one on my back and I've gotten more since. They used to like, like the uncles mm-hmm. called me tattoo boy, like behind, behind my back when like, when, you know, the first time you meet everybody, you leave because you're not staying the night and then they're like, oh, tattoo boy, you know, they're giving Nicole a hard time. So it wasn't like that extreme, but yeah, it was like her family's still a little like, oh my gosh, they have tattoos. Like, was that so a thing weird. that their par- her parents were like, uh, about? They never said it to me. Yeah. Uh, maybe they felt that way. I bet her grandparents probably felt that way a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I would assume. But. I mean, definitely here in the South, like my parents, mm-hmm. maybe not now, but like if I brought home a guy five years ago with a tattoo, my dad would be like, absolutely, absolutely not. not. Well, and yeah. I remember like, it's, it's really like, I mean, the whole tattoo thing's changed. Uh, when I got this evolved. one on my wrist, I was like, you're never going to get hired. And I'm like, I work in radio. I'm supposed to have tattoos. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I know. I almost feel weird not having colored hair and tattoos working in radio. Right. I feel too like vanilla for it. Right. You don't have like an uh, like a music note or some audio type tattoo thing. I had a temporary tattoo for a couple of weeks in college. It mm-hmm. was like one of those, not henna, but it was like a do it yourself type one. Mm. And I had one behind my ear. So I always thought it'd be cool to have a tattoo behind my ear. I feel like that's like, was, yeah. It was a music note, so it'd yep. be like music to your ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I feel like clever. behind the ear tattoos, very like girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's very. I liked the idea the of putting my hair up and you know maybe having like a little like piece of sass. Like, <laughs> oh, she's so edgy. Wow, <laughs> so deep. Yeah. But now that we've covered tattoos, I want to talk about divorced parents. I could imagine that maybe this guy, if he's super Type A and analytical, which is what it sounded like he was, he might be thinking from a research study standpoint. He's like, well, if somebody has comes from divorced parents are more likely to get divorced because I think that's like a study out there somewhere. But I have to say like my mom has divorced parents and my mom and my dad have like one of the strongest marriages Mm -hmm. ever. I think it's more like look at the person's sounds bad but like job history too. Like I don't know. Job history. Well like you look at look at somebody uh, maybe even college and parents could be a sign of this. Like Mm -hmm. if they switch jobs the second things get hard every single time. Oh like commitment problems. That's what I mean. It might be a sign that they just don't want to deal with the hard stuff in a relationship, there's always going to be that. You're going to, it's never going to be a hundred percent great the whole time. So if somebody has had seven jobs in two years, in my mind, I would relate that to, okay, something got hard for you and you bolted so that maybe you would also do that in your relationship as well. So that being said, make sure they bring a resume when you go on the first date. <laughs> make sure you get a copy of their LinkedIn, which but I, I, but I think that's like a thing, like LinkedIn could give you an idea of that. Like, Dude, I was looking at some guy's LinkedIn today. 
right. Like that is the first thing I do. Which is which is something I was reading kind of I was talking about uh, a TikTok about it because, you know, the quiet quitting and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what somebody was alluding to. They're like, I get it. Quitting when something's not right for you and getting out of there. But if you're young and you're bouncing jobs every six months, eventually a person hiring you is going to be like, yo, what is going on here? Like, yeah. Are you just bolding because it gets uncomfortable and it's not fun and you had a little bit of pushback from the bosses or you wanted a day off and they didn't let you? And that could then relate back to a relationship. Things get tough. Money gets tightened. For this guy, that would have been maybe a first time situation and mm-hmm. maybe he would bolt. Yeah, no, I definitely had a friend like that a couple years back where it was just everything they did, whether it was like summer camp or a mm-hmm. job or moving to a new city, they'd be there for three months and then, and then be like, oh, this is really hard. This is really uncomfortable. Mm, I'm going to leave. Yeah. And so I think it all comes down to the individual. And I do want to backtrack a little bit on what I said about the divorced parents, because there's definitely trauma and things that you need to heal from. Yeah. Like I could just imagine her hearing that from her ex and being like, what does that have to do well, with our see, relationship? Like, the thinking back to it would be like, well, you know, from the divorce, I saw a relationship that didn't work. I saw why it didn't work. So I know what effort has to go in to make it work. Could yeah. also be the side of that that I would think of too. You also think that you'd be more determined to make something work because it's like, well, I don't want to make my kids go through what I had to go through. Right. And I don't want to go through what my mom or my dad went through with a divorce. Right. So. Or, or yeah, you're like, I don't want, I don't want my kids, my future kids to feel that way. So I'm going to put in the extra work to make sure things don't get that sour. Or even if you do get to that divorce, maybe the divorce is more like chill than you both hate each other type divorce. Exactly. Another thing that I thought was interesting about this relationship was I brought up the fact that it felt like a fast track to marriage, which she kind of had a counterpoint because he said like the whole tattoo and divorce mm-hmm. thing. And so she didn't feel that way. But to me, it seemed like this guy had a check box or like a checklist of his life. He wanted to go to college, mm-hmm. meet a girl, get engaged and get married. And it kind of almost felt like she was just kind of put into that box. Yeah, I think it could get to a point. I know what Nicole's goals are. I know what my goals are. And we just make sure we work towards our goals together for their relationship. It sounds right off the rip. His career is going to be prioritized more than anything about her. Mm-hmm. Back to what Nicole and I have talked about is if I were to get a job offer in another city, because radio, that happens pretty often, where would we stand on that? Because for her and her career, Jacksonville, golf wise, there's not many places to go up. Where Jacksonville for radio is like, we're market, whatever. So like you can definitely move up. On her side is like, there's golf courses everywhere. Mm -hmm. So would she be willing to step down in her career path potentially for me to move up in mine? And those are the kind of things that when you have that conversation, your goals have to be a little lenient and more willing to be flexible. And when you're working together, those goals become one goal. And then instead of it being like, oh, I'm taking a step down, it's like, no, us as a couple are moving up in this. Yes, I'm stepping down in my personal career to help out with whatever, but it kind of becomes one main goal of togetherness, I guess. Yeah, you become a unit. And I think that's what this episode really made me think about. When you move in with someone or you decide to get married, you guys have to start bending to Mm -hmm. to make things fit for one life. This guy was very, very rigid. It seemed like he lived his life on a checklist or on a routine. When there's somebody else in your life, you're just constantly going to be beating them down if your needs come first. And I was talking to my, my hairstylist about this yesterday. Flexibility takes on a a literal term when you get married to somebody because you can't always, if you want to go to bed at nine, that's great. But if your partner doesn't get home until 11, you got to bend a little bit. I think you know you're in the right relationship when you want to do that for somebody. Yes. I can't imagine being with someone and and not being excited to see them come home. If you have that feeling, it's probably, unless it's like you did something stupid and you have to tell the person. But that's like a once a a month type thing. Not like a a every day I'm coming home at 930 and you're like, well, it's my bedtime. See you later. Yeah. My parents have been married for 
30 years, I think. And mm-hmm. they go to bed at the same time every single night. It is the cutest thing. For the most part, Nicole and I do because I would much rather, she takes a while to fall asleep, but like I would much rather lay with her in bed while she has freaking Laguna Beach on for the 50th time. She's watching Laguna Beach? Again, what? don't even get me started. It's that stupid, someone went on someone's podcast, so now they're all excited to give out it again. Lauren Conrad went on someone's podcast. Uh, we I, love Elsie. Listen, <laughs> I have no idea what's going on, but I've had to watch Laguna Beach like five times. Laguna so. Beach comes before the hills, right? So that's yes. like, that's, this is like an old, old She's show. working up to the hills. Don't get me started. <laughs> oh, <We're>, gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Something else I wanted to bring up was, I've been watching Love is Blind. Have you been tuning in? Uh, we just, fit, well, she's probably actually watching it right now, the last episode, because I told her I didn't care enough to like watch the last episode if she wanted to watch it. So she's probably watching the newest season. Yeah. She's probably watching the last episode right now. I won't spoil anything for anybody because I just finished watching like the very last episode and the reunion stuff. It's so good. I'm literally obsessed with the show. Those guys were saying some things that I was like, that's just straight up mean, dude. Dude, I will say, so my mom texted me because I didn't quite finish it, but she said that some of the guys actually look better after the reunion. They start showing scenes that weren't shown, bring a little bit more truth to the situation. There was like two of them that I was just like, what is going on? No, literally. But I bring this up because I have been marinating on like this idea of compatibility. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to marriage, do you think you could make it work with anybody? Something I was thinking about was when I was interviewing this girl months and months back, this is a really old interview. I kept asking her over and over again. I'm like, why did you stay in this relationship? Mm-hmm. I had to cut out a lot because I just kept asking it like seven <laughs> different ways because I was really trying to get to like the bottom of it. I was like, why did you stay with this man? What was the and reason? At what point are you working too hard at a relationship? When is it we're just not compatible? Or do you think like compatibility is something you can work on? I think working too hard in a relationship would be only if it's one sided. If you're working your ass off, but the other person is also working their ass off, then I think the compatibility shows like you both want to be there. But if I'm working my ass off and they're not, that's when you get to a point where it's like, okay, well, like, what am I even doing this for if you clearly don't care? Yeah, that's why I think shows like Love is Blind and Married at First Sight are so interesting because to me, it proves to me compatibility is actually extremely important, especially in Love is Blind. I just think some of these guys just went on the wrong show because I think they wanted to have like a certain, they're attracted to certain things and Mm -hmm. they ended up with incredible accomplished women, but just they didn't look like, I guess, whoever they whoever they envision themselves with. And I don't necessarily think that should be the main reason to nix things because that's the whole point of love is blind. But like, I think there are also main major differences. The reason I would say I think looks have an importance to it is Mm -hmm. obviously the the attraction, the sexual attraction, like right off the rip. If you don't have that, then maybe you're less inclined to like- Want to work at it. Want to work at it, yes. That's that's why I brought them up because I think, yeah, sure, behind the two walls, wanting to make things work and figure it out. At the end of the day, like if you are looking for something different, yeah, it's going to demotivate you to even want to work at this. Right. Yeah. But I completely agree. And that's why I think I've always had a problem with Love is Blind because I get what they're trying to do to say like, oh, your looks don't matter. Mm -hmm. Mm Yeah, I kind of do. I don't think Love is Blind because to me, the difference between a friendship and a romantic relationship is like, do you want to smash? You know what I mean? (laughs) And and the implication that if you do things nice to that person, it can lead to smashing. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, like a guy's brain is pretty simple. Like, oh, if I do dishes, I clean house, I get to smash. You know what I mean? Like, if I don't make a tropical storm Nicole joke, I get to smash. Right. So it's like it's it's very simple. And if that isn't in the relationship 
relationship, unless it's like agreed upon in the relationship and like a religious thing and both sides are agreed, we're going to wait till marriage, then that's different. If you're not, that can lead it or or one side is and the other is not. That's when the feeling of maybe not in putting in enough effort because what's the point? It's not going to lead to anything might come into play. Oh, Justin, next week we have a guy interview. Are you excited about that? I'm excited. We haven't had a, or you, I don't think you've had a guy on ever. Except for you. Oh, well, yeah. But you're, I mean, like relationship guy. You're the sole male. <laughs> I, thought, yeah, I thought you were the sole male listener. I am the voice. Like if you look at my analytics, it's like 99.8% women <laughs> and, and then like 0.2% men. On TikTok and stuff like that, it shows you your analytics. I always thought I was pretty down the line, but my analytics is like 90% dudes. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, okay. Justin, well, you got to start appealing to the ladies. With what? <laughs> you got to throw some thirst traps out there. You know, do I don't you, think people want that. Do one of those acting challenges where you're... <laughs> Should I do it? We have a, we have the tropical storm. I can do like the Florida man, take a flag outside in the storm and like let it rain. I don't have long enough hair for it to be like flowing back in the wind. <laughs> you, get that. you used to have long hair. I forgot I, about that. I used, I used to have like the Bieber hair. The Bieber hair. Yeah. I couldn't ever get it past my ears because it bothered me too much. All right. Well, I'll wrap up this breakdown bonus episode. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget podcast merch is available for a couple more days. Check out the link in the episode description and I'll see you on Tuesday for our next main episode.